Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of Cat with Monaco's podcast. This is your host, Seth Hay, and with me tonight is Amiibo customizer Christine, also known as Ghana Chris in the social media world. How are you tonight, Christine? doing perfectly fine. I am just chilling here with my Pokemon mug filled with tea and honey and I am ready to get into deep discussions. It's an honor to be on your first podcast. I mean, this is amazing uh, and I love your format. So again, this is like a dream come true kind of. I, I mean, I haven't done a podcast with you and we've known each other for a year, more than a year. Yeah, I think it's been, uh, what, two years maybe? Two years, yeah. Yeah, we met a year ago. We met a year ago. Oh, you're right. Uh, when I was in, uh, that was about, yeah, and sometime in uh, mid-March, I was on a business trip for, a, for an Adobe uh, Summit conference, and uh, we got together, um, and uh, we talked for quite a few hours uh, at one of the cafes at the place, but uh, <laughs> that was uh, quite interesting of uh, catching up a lot of things that was like... It was, it was, you know, we've talked for so long online and to actually meet in person, it's just, it's kind of mind blowing. Um, and that was the weird thing is that it wasn't, that wasn't the first time we met, like just a few months after that, we met at E3 uh, during some of the uh, Nintendo uh, tournaments going on. We did, and it was so much fun. We actually witnessed like a tournament going on, and we were like watching it with Kit and Krista, and just being in that room surrounded by Nintendo like merchandise and people and the Nintendo world. It was like ugh, mind boggling. It was amazing. So, uh, I mean, yeah, to share it with you was even incredible, too. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I, um, I remember we were just watching because uh, we were watching Splatoon 2 and then later on it was ARMS and that got pretty intense on how that was going and I remember looking back at you and uh, with the Nintendo Minute crew we were just like just chit-chatting about what was going on and how exciting the tournament was going and it was kind of mind-blowing just all that happening in just a, that time and you know moment Oh, yeah, because I mean, E3 is like continuous entertainment and there's always something to do and a meeting to go to. And it was just absolutely amazing. There, there was definitely a time where I looked around and I was just like, is this real life? Am I? <laughs> I know. World? Oh, right. Exactly. I, but you know what? We're going to be it's good. You know, you're going to E3 this year, right? I definitely am, and I know you are too. That is correct. <laughs> I just got everything booked and ready to go. So, uh, you know, come Tuesday, you know, Wednesday and Thursday, you know, I will be in L.A. Woo! We have to meet up again. We have to watch another tournament together. That's true. That would be a good one. Hopefully they'll do, I assume they're probably going to do a few more. Uh, I would imagine Splatoon 2 and ARMS and who knows what else they'll have in plan, but it'll be interesting. Hopefully Super Smash Bros. for a Switch. <laughs> yes, I could that would be interesting. I'm not gonna say no to that. I'm sure a lot of I'm sure a lot of people won't either. So let's get started with uh, you've done amiibo customization for what, over two years? Two years? One and a half, one point seven five? You tell me. Uh, yeah. Well it seems like it's kind of longer than that, but um, you know, I've been doing it for so long. It's literally what I do when I wake up and what I when I go to sleep. Uh, I see amiibos everywhere. So 24/7. <laughs> so I love it, though. I love it. 
No, that's good. It's, it's, I think it's great that you actually enjoy what you do and it's not getting that time. I mean, I'm sure like there's time to time it gets a little burned out and you got to take a step away from it. But for the most part, you enjoy what you do. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, I wouldn't be where I am today if it weren't for customizing Amiibos and the people that have supported my work and the people that, like, for example, you, that you want to interview me about my art. I would have never imagined uh, people wanting to know more about me. And the fact that they do and support my work is incredible. And again, like, without custom Amiibos, I wouldn't be a Nintendo brand ambassador or I wouldn't go to these events and I wouldn't meet you and all these other amazing people. So right. I owe custom Amiibo so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny thing is that, um, we were talking earlier, uh, uh I would, you say you were 18 and you were sending out a letter to Nintendo. <laughs> I did. I did send out a letter to Nintendo when I was 18. It was uh, towards the end of my senior year, and that question always comes up for people who are about to graduate. It's like, what do you want to do when you grow up? And that answer, I had nothing for it. I did not know what I want to do. You know, me being Asian, my parents wanted me to do dentistry or nursing or, you know, something along the lines of that. Doctor would probably be their best bet. But um, I have had this talent for a while and I figured, you know, why not give myself a shot into making art and trying to pursue art because it was definitely a huge passion of mine at the age of 18 and that whole entire year as well, I went to a couple of Super Smash Bros. tournaments and I was combining art and video games together so, you know, during my ceramics class I would make like Kirby and Falco and out of this really not so easy to work with clay but you know i loved it and i made jewelry too as well out of the clay so that jewelry actually sold during my senior year <laughs> and i figured how cool would it be if nintendo made like a jewelry line so um <laughs> i took pictures of my jewelry i asked a friend to take photography pictures i printed them all out wrote this really business formal letter sent it and um what i got back was the nicest rejection <laughs> um but you know with the fact that they took the time to send a letter back to me it kind of was just like okay you know what even though it's you know a decline there's that sort of at least they noticed me and it's not out of reach right so, um you know that was definitely a huge motivation to receive that letter and i and you know strange enough i still have that letter plan on framing it eventually um but it's always been there and it's always been motivating me to, to keep going so <laughs> do you know who sent that letter like who did it write who the person was it, you know what? It does, and they probably don't work there anymore. Because I was going to say is uh, you should take that letter, find that person, have them sign it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's such a good idea. I, I could probably try to find their Twitter handle and be like, hey, I don't know if you know, but I sent a letter a long time ago, and it was filled with a bunch of jewelry and stuff. Um, do you remember? Me. <laughs> Can you sign this? <laughs> that would be awesome. When it when it happens, I'm gonna tag you. So you should. Uh, hey, that's that's a okay with me. I I would get amusement out of it. Podcast guys. Yeah, there you go. Happen. Uh, so we've. Um, 
box art wasn't exactly the first thing we worked together on. Uh, I remember coming to you and asking you for a, you know, did you want a logo design and some social media graphics, you know, for your Twitter and your YouTube. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it all comes back now, doesn't it? <laughs> That I was, still have it on my Twitter. Yeah, you do. You still have it. So um, at least it's working. So I'm like, okay. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> Great. So I assume you're probably not going to want to change it anytime soon. Unless you unless you want to de design a new one. I will. Honestly, you're the only person I'd ever have do my graphics. <laughs> Um, funny, short, you know, just a, you know, we're going to jump off the train tracks just for a little bit, but, uh, your sister, um, um, uh, what, uh, what, how do you say her username? XX Fruitcake XX. Yeah. Yeah. She messaged me asking if I could, uh, make a business card for her and a logo. I kind of chucked and I thought, why am I not surprised? <laughs> <laughs> you you have such a good taste, guys. I'm telling you, like, if you've not seen Cat with Monocle, the whole website and the whole format, you're missing out. It's so unique to any other website, in my opinion, that I've seen and I've seen a lot. <laughs> but um, it's so unique, very different. If you don't like cats, still join. It's not all about cats. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll use a few puns here and there just to kind of live things up a little bit i think it kind of works i've got some laughs oh, i've no, got some... yeah <laughs> so, i still love your stuff so. i appreciate it i've got a few chuckles out of people it's great to get some smiles out of you know out of a few people just to get a conversation going it's a good icebreaker um definitely is but it's uh but back on the train track so right after those uh graphics and the logo i remember i i can't remember if it was something i brought up to you or you brought up to me about a box art and i believe it, you know i think it came to you first and i showed you a few comps of the detective pikachu uh box art and i gave you like four or five different samples and you went and we, you know, picked through which one you liked and we ran with it. Oh, yeah, I do remember that one. And I absolutely love your style. Like, <laughs> it is so, so unique. It's so clean. And I've noticed that when it comes to the design, it's very specific in its tone. And it really, truly displays the Amiibo so well. Like, I cannot thank you enough. Again, like, every time I do a YouTube video and I feature an Amiibo, you know, you have it on your website where you can just download it. So if ever, anyone ever needs any box art, it's on his website, and you guys can download it for free, of course, because I know everyone's really stingy about this stuff, but it's free. <laughs> so you can go there and go ahead and download it and print it out and make your own custom Amiibo, and uh, yeah, it's there, and I love it. And seriously, like, I can't thank you enough for... Com you literally complete my art. When I am done with the Amiibo, the last step is the box art, and it fully completes it. It makes it whole. <laughs> It really does, and I love it. So if you haven't checked out Seth Hayes' work on Cat with Monocle, guys, check it out because you're missing. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that, Christine. Oh, of course. I love you so much. Oh, I, I love you too. <laughs> well, we still have, I know we've got a few of them we're still working on, so I think uh, the audience is going to have to, you know, have to be patient and see the watch ones coming down, which, you know, ironically, you and I are combining to do a uh, giveaway 
um, it's based on a Persona 5 character. And I think a, a few people have picked out the, the clues that I left out on the social media. But uh, that will be coming up um, just around the corner here. I've got to work on the box art for that one. And that one's probably going to be the most time-consuming uh, that I mentioned on social media. So... There's just a lot of art pieces and the way the Persona 5 graphics kind of work. It's going to be quite detailed. Um, and I, you've got the, the the Amiibo set in two and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just me. So it's just me slacking off. <laughs> it just needs the authentic Seth Hay signature. <laughs> Indeed. So we'll have. The, so that'll be ready in March. So that'll be ready to go. So you know everybody can hang tight, and we'll have that ready to go. Um, so make sure you guys subscribe, because then you guys will miss out on the giveaway. That's right. It's, it's free. It's a free gift. <laughs> yeah. All you have to do is follow. I don't see. That's it's easy peasy. So you've had quite a few interviews happening. Uh, you were you talked to Game Informer recently, and you were with Nintendo Minute over at you said at San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So can you kind of explain how let's let's go with the Nintendo Minute since that was the first one out of the two. How I assume they they didn't fly you out. They did they at least pay for your gas? Oh no, they flew me out. Oh, that's even special. They flew me out and everything. They were they. I mean, I cannot even begin to describe the hospitality that they showed, uh, especially that day being something not exactly planned. Um, so I have a whole story that I did post on my YouTube that went into depth about the whole day and the whole trip. Um, but. It was a dream come true. Don't get me wrong. It was an absolute dream come true. Like that day was a life changer. I loved every minute. It's just that that day was literally the day that the whole uh, mass shooting happened in Las Vegas. Oh, yes. And it was really hard for me to leave my hometown knowing that so much had gone on because a lot of people don't know if you live in Vegas that everyone knows everyone. It is so small. So if you remove the strip, you can see the whole valley. Yeah. It's literally, if you know seven people, you know pretty much everyone in Las Vegas. So it was really hard because I am going to be honest, I did not get any sleep the the night before because it happened at night and then it was just updates throughout the whole entire day. Mm-hmm. And so again, I didn't get sleep for 24 hours prior. They had flown me out in the morning at like six o'clock. I didn't get back home until six or seven in the afternoon. So it was a quick day trip yeah. recording all day. Um, but I mean, Seriously, bless Kit and Krista for really being so nice and so generous. And they fed me too, which was awesome. And they definitely sent me good wishes. Like, you know, when I got there, they were just like, I hope your family and friends are okay. And just small gestures like that. I wholeheartedly appreciated it because... 
I'm not going to lie, like, when I left, it was really hard for me to leave because the airport is so close to the Strip, so you can see yeah. everything. And then when I got on the plane and arrived in San Francisco, I, you know, my my body wanted to be happy, but my mind and my heart was just in this battle of, you know, I hope my friends are okay, and, yeah. you know, at Nintendo, like, this is supposed to be awesome, you know, so it was, it was a constant battle, but when I got to the headquarters, it, would, it kind of melted away I kind of um, relaxed a lot more you know I enjoyed everything I mean mm-hmm. seeing the shiny Nintendo sign was just a dream come true and being in that building um, it's like I see myself working there one day <laughs> if possible you know so I mean it was it was amazing so when we, so when I got there we jumped into recording they fed me we talked a little bit um, I got a small tour around the building as well but I will never forget when I had left the building and arrived to the airport. I think holding into the holding on to those emotions and and not really acknowledging them all day kind of hit me. So when I did get to the airport, I literally like broke down crying. I called my boyfriend Jason. And I was just like, I don't know what I want to do right now. I just want to go home. Right. You know, so it was, it was such a roller coaster of a day. It probably the, the most, the most, how do I say this? I just, the most craziest day in my entire life. It really was. It's, it's will forever stick with me. But what I learned from that entire day is the reason why I make art and, and the reason why I love people and I like to reach out to people and get to know people and help people is because I know my art can do that and I know my art can put a smile on someone's day just in case if they aren't having you know the best day. So yeah, like a lesson learned. <laughs> and that's the thing though is like when something like that happens, it's it's really hard to try to that aside especially in your own hometown um i remember when that incident happened i didn't even know what was going on that night and when i woke up in the morning i got a text from cheryl because she was in vegas that same time uh for a uh there was a wedding photography venue going on um so she was in vegas that during that time luckily she was away from all that yeah oh yeah she was she was in Vegas that same time and she kind of, you know, I don't blame her. She was very frightened, very scared. And I did not know anything was going on. I mean, I had the two kids, uh, two little ones with me. So my hands were kind of full of what was going on. And so the text came in like five in the morning. Uh, I was already sleeping and, you know, she tell me that, you know, she loves me. I was like, okay, what's going on? So I was able to talk to her and she explained what was going on, what was happening and the situation. There was just like a lot of things kind of go. I remember when she was telling me how there was a bunch of people saying, you know, there was more than one attacker. They were going over the, they were going every hotel. And so she was like really frightened. Like, is this true? You know, are they going to every hotel just doing, uh, you know, who know, who knows what? So luckily that was not the case. But still, I mean, just not being in that situation, I can only imagine. 
but yeah i mean it's just it's it's sad to think that we live in this type of world but you know i'm i'm thankful that i did not know anyone you know i feel so so bad for the families that have to grieve it and you know i in fact had a friend that attended that event and luckily she was safe but it's it's crazy because she was the closest that she possibly could have been to the to the uh, mandalay bay yeah she was literally on that gap she was literally on that fence and she subtly described certain details but you know when when she came to she de- you can definitely see that it impacted her in a certain way and yeah. and i mean i love my city like the way it came together and how everyone supported each other because when you live in vegas everyone is so um they're actually really conservative like everyone i think it's because of the strip because of how vegas is portrayed that we're the entertainment capital mm-hmm. but i mean if you work here you you don't want to go to the strip ever you know you don't want to put yourself out there like you you've already had to cater to so many tourists that mm-hmm. really you just want to go home and enjoy your family and friends so again vegas is very conservative but when all of that occurred everyone came together as a community and that's what i absolutely love so Jason being in, you know, a career where it's medical, you know, because he's a nurse, he loved seeing the type of work that was done at the hospital. You know, I mean, can you imagine 800 wounded and, you know, as sad as it is, but thankfully it's not more. 58 people had passed away. I mean, it could have been a lot worse. You know, I mean, at one point, all the hospitals were filled. Like, the hospitals that were were closest to the Strip were full to capacity. They actually had sent some patients to his hospital, which is actually 20, like, not even, like, 30, 35 minutes away from the Strip. You know, so you can imagine... The, the, the capacity right and, and the majority of people that had to go through the hospital to get checked to get to get um, you know recovery and it's I mean our first responders are just amazing absolutely amazing so yeah it's it was it's a crazy day it was a crazy day but you know I truly believe things happen for a reason and that definitely again solidified why I put myself out there and why I make art and you know as scary as the world is and I know there's crazy people out there like and I'll get judged for it and hated on it and you know I don't care because I I think the people that show kindness and support to me make it make a world of a difference and and they're the reason why i continue to make art and, and yeah make crazy videos and <laughs> out there you know I, I if 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 i were like 60 years old and trying to do this it wouldn't happen like i was just so quiet back then but you know again it just solidified why i make art and what i want to leave on this world yeah so <laughs> no and i think a lot of, i think everyone appreciates what you do and uh, you're able, able to put a smile on your face, so no matter what's been thrown at you, is definitely something to be proud of. Um, but it's, it's, you know, aside from everything that's been kind of going on. Um, so when you visited, uh, when, when you mentioned that Nintendo pretty much gave you food and 
you know, fed you and everything? Do they give you a bowl of cereal, of the Super Mario cereal, just to kind of get things uh, to, to kind of feed you? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, um, they did, well, they didn't give me it uh, there at the headquarters because it wasn't announced um, uh, prior to that. When it was announced, they they had sent me a box in the mail before launch, and I tried it and loved it. And <laughs> Jason and I, we actually did two videos. So it was one that was unboxing, mm-hmm. and the other one was like this crazy mix of cereals, which you did the graphics for. So we did like um, I don't know, like honey bunches of oats with like the Mar- Super Mario cereal and just random Cheerios. It said it was like Mario's. So we did that. <laughs> it was fun. I like the cereal. I I, I love it. It kind of love it. It kind of reminds me of the. Uh... You know those Halloween cereals that come out? You know, uh, Count Chocula. I think it's the Booberry and the Berry. Was it Strawberry Frankenstein? I'm going to probably... Somebody's going to obviously correct me on social media, but um, it reminds me of the Booberry. Of, uh, you know what? Like, a lot of people are saying that it kind of reminds of Lucky Charms, you know? Because uh, uh, it was definitely that whole format. I can you know, see... The main cereal and then the marshmallow. I can see that, yeah, with the marshmallows. The... But the taste of the berry, because the, you know, the non-marshmallow cereal is supposed to be the more of the berry. So that reminds me more of the booberry um, uh, yeah. that's, that you see on Halloween. So I would be curious to find that box, take the Mario, do a taste test between the two and see if it actually is pretty close. Because I think... Oh, definitely try it. And then try it blindfolded. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would be a good one, too. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I can definitely see that. Because it was supposed to be like a blueberry or berry. Mm-hmm. Taste something like that. I loved it though. I mean, just like if you take out the marshmallows and just the main cereal, it was really good. Yeah, that's that's um, the best part about the cereal. If you can take out a piece of it and it's, it's still good, and it, that's mm-hmm. you're kind of winning on that one. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's only going to be limited time. So I've been, you know, once an occasional while, I will actually look around to see if it's actually still on shelves, and eh, they're pr- pretty much gone. They're pretty much gone, really. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it took so quick. They did. They oh yeah. Well, like I would go to a few Target stores and to see if they have them, and I never really came across any. And I, I kind of gave up because I, I found out that I was able to grab some at Walmart, and then there's a it's it's like Walmart, but it's it's a chain only in the Midwest called Meyer. And they started carrying it. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll just grab a few boxes here and I'm all good. So I still kept, a, you know, a couple boxes for myself just to kind of hang on to them. I uh, just got to make sure the kids don't get into it because I know one of them is going to want to shred it to pieces to get to the cereal. <laughs> so Put it in storage. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to. Uh, right now it's just in a grocery bag in the closet, just a safekeeping for the time being until I can figure out where to put it at. Um but that's the way it goes. But uh, now Nintendo said that to you. So how is the Nintendo ambassador, I should say the Nintendo brand ambassador, how is that working out for you? I mean, I know there's some things you can and cannot talk about, but what can you, uh, you know, tell you know, every, every listener about it? Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. I, I think it's a dream come true, an honor, a privilege. The fact that Nintendo thinks I'm important enough to be in their program is, I 
mean, it's Nintendo, right? Again, I've been dreaming about this ever since I played Melee on the GameCube. And yeah, I, I absolutely love it and the opportunities that come with it and the people that I've met and the fact that they, again, flew me out and I get to go to E3 under Nintendo and I get to do all these things under Nintendo is a dream come true. Right. It really, really is. I... I'm at a loss for words, to be honest. Because <laughs> I, I remember you got that letter. You, you were really excited about it. I think it was around August last year. Mm-hmm. Or was it more? I can't remember. It was the summertime. I remember seeing it. And I was actually quite surprised uh, and happy for you that you got it. And now you can take the letter that you got and you send and get a nice response back and take it and say, can I have you guys sign this? <laughs> Yeah, I definitely. I you know I'm probably gonna take it around the 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 office and just have them sign it because it is um it's absolutely amazing. I remember when I broke the news to Jason, I told him that I didn't get it, and I wanted to see his reaction and and it and he's been a solid rock in my foundation. He's helped me so many times these past two years, and he always knows what to say. And he's so supportive and so positive. And you can definitely hear it in the video that we made. And he is the reason why I'm so motivated and and so focused. And when I told him that I was just kidding, he was he was happy, but he was so confused at first. It was so funny. Did you get mad later? So you got it? And I was like, Yeah, I got it. He's like, What? like you liar (laughs) so uh i mean i mean who i'm just ecstatic to be working with a company that i would have never imagined stepping foot in Mm. you know and then flying out to fly me out to their headquarters and catering to me and me being on their youtube channel and you know it's it's a dream come true and and i never want to take it for granted I definitely want to show people that through hard work, dedication, motivation, keeping your friends close, your family, you know, you can definitely make your dreams come true. There's nothing stopping you. You just have to put in the work. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I mean, you work hard and, you know, it'll come to fruit, you know, it'll come, you know, come around and you'll, you'll enjoy the, the results that you get. Mm-hmm. And you get to meet amazing people. That's just true. Like Seth Hay. That's right. <laughs> so, you can't deny that. You, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if you're listening to this podcast, you're you're lucky because Seth Hay is such an amazing human being. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, because we, we, I know you mentioned earlier about a lot of the graphic work, uh, the website, and everything. I and I do really do appreciate it. It's also I don't think a lot of people know that's actually what my career is is design, uh, not only for just you know printed material, but also websites and uh, developing you know websites at the same time as well. And and I've enjoyed it for so long. And to be able to take that and help you out and anybody else. Um, you know, it puts a smile on my face for sure. I mean, I've, I mean, you've seen, you know, even the people you know, you know, over at Nintendo Wire and in Mobile News and whatnot. I mean, I've been helping them out, and I, I think the results have been showing uh, a, a definitely an increase of, 
you know, I'm not sure exactly what, you know, just increase of just... Support, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, guys, after that speech, if you're not following Seth, hey, do it now. Take the time. Take the time to go on Cat with Monocle, Twitter, follow. That's all it takes. He's an amazing human being. Again, he's helped so many people in this community and continues to do so. Again, like, thank you so much. I mean, you helped my sister. Like, you're literally going down my family and helping <laughs> each sibling that I have. So, um, yeah, again, it's an honor just being here. And and I love the journey that we, we both have been on. I mean, we've, gosh, we've done so much in two years. <laughs> it has. It feels like you said, it seems like it's a lot longer. And... That's the thing. That's the funny thing. It's like it's not slowing down either at all. I know the Amiibo craze has slowed down a bit, but, you know, you're still rocking it on, you know, creating new ways of those uh, me figures. I mean, you've been I was quite surprised of, uh, you know, who you were aiming for. Some of them I've never heard before, which I probably should have. But, you know, who you're going, you know, you know, what you're doing is, you know, I'd say very cool. Oh, thank you. I, I Yeah, I love making these. It probably has been the most rewarding when it comes to making custom Amiibo right now, just because their reactions are so priceless. Right. And giving it to people who have inspired me ever since I was a kid. A good example is like Philip DeFranco. Me and my sisters would sit in front of the computer and just watch his channel, like religiously, every morning from Monday through Thursday, we would just watch all his videos because he, he brought the news in, in such a way where it was that middle ground. And these days it's really hard to find that middle ground. It's either you're like right or you're really left or, you know, mm -hmm. but it's always nice to find that compromise. Yeah. You know, so, so for Philip DeFranco, you know, to, to see it and, um, I mean, Peter McKinnon, which is a person that Jason introduced me to recently. And it was funny because we saw him at 50,000 followers and yeah. then he shot up like a million followers. And I was like, what? What's going on? And, you know, Casey Neistat and I mean, ugh, I Justine, which, by the way, she is like such a nice human being, like so nice. She occasionally likes my tweets. And, and then you got Game Over Greggy, which we did. Mm -hmm. Right for um, Nintendo Wire, we did a panel, kind of, um, which was awesome at PAX. Uh, we didn't do. physically, but our amiibo was there. Yes, <laughs> I remember. I remember you and I were working on this. Like, is it? We're like, it's a secret project. I remember uh, Josh Brown, uh, you know, from Toys for Games. He he says, hey. Um, I think he talked to you about it and then you came to me and then I mentioned to him about it. He says, how do you know about this? Like, I'm having out with a box art. He says, oh, cool. So I remember we were getting that all together. We were keeping it hush hush. And then, you know, when it came out, like, you know, it seemed like he really enjoyed the, the results for it. You know, and that's what I love, too, is that I am telling you, I love reactions. If I can deliver myself with the Amiibo, mm -hmm. I definitely would. I would pop out of the box with the Amiibo. Surprise! <laughs> so, like, hello! You know? like, I, I love reactions. I, I love that energy that comes off of the person. Yeah. I mean, there's no other feeling to see a person's face light up. Like, their eyes are beaming with emotion, and it's it's just wonderful and it's it's something that of course it's a rarity but i i can pr 
provide that. You know, you and me with our art can provide that for someone. Yeah. Instance. And it gets. Yeah, it, it's just amazing. And it gives that drive, you know. To say, you know, if I got that kind of reaction, I want to keep doing more. Oh yeah. I'm addicted to it. <laughs> and there's nothing really wrong with that. So yeah. I, I think it's a good addiction. Yeah, I think it is too. So out of all those ami- so out of all the amiibos you've created up to this point, which one was the longest and the tedious one to make? Ooh, you know, I have several. Um, and I'm just going to list off the thing, the ones that I think really did take the longest. And I have to say it was, um, Okami. Okay. Um, I can see that. that. took a while because I really wanted that to come out as perfect as possible because my sister, my younger sister loves Okami. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure that when she saw it, a dead you know, hardcore fan of Okami. If she said that looked good, then I definitely did my job. Oh wow! I didn't know yep. your sister was involved with that one. Yeah. Well, you know, just because I knew that she had such. I mean, she when the HD remake came out, she mm-hmm. bought it and was playing it all day. You know, so I knew that if she approved of it, then I definitely succeeded yeah. in providing a Okami custom amiibo. Um, and that one was that, that definitely took a while. I think the hardest one that I can remember also was um ridley and i had to make three of them oh. that took that was that's so much work so much work i loved it i like the end result because i did previously make a ridley before that before the three mm-hmm. and it was okay but with the, the last three that i made i made sure to like add as much detail as possible and make sure that it my work got better over time. <laughs> that's the funny thing, though, is that, you know, it, you got better as you made each one. Like, you missed a few details on the first one, then you picked it up after the second and the third one. So, but sometimes if you do too many of them, you're just like, oh, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm getting burned out of this. So, did it get a, a little bit faster after you did the first and the second one? Oh, yeah. Well, I noticed that I'm the type of being where if I make it the first time, the second time I'm going to make it, I'm going to make sure that it's more efficient. So there were things that I did that would cut time that I didn't do on the first one. And that's what I definitely did for the Ridley was I saw opportunities that I could to cut down the time and up my efficiency when it came to making it. And yeah, I, I do that with every Amiibo because you know, my time is so limited sometimes mm-hmm. and I have a lot of things that are going on in my life. And if I can spend less time trying to do something that should be simple, then I'm going to definitely try to find a more efficient way to get to that end result. Um, so yeah, it, it, I definitely try to make sure that I'm more efficient the second time. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. So what would be the easiest you've done? I mean, I'm sure these are probably the most vague questions, but <laughs> there's there's a lot of easy ones that I that, that I love though. Don't get me wrong, like uh, I, I love doing really hard projects and stuff. But then sometimes the simple ones just when it's simple, sometimes it's just so clean and it's nice. And not only can 
I make it within a short period of time, but others can make it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think my favorite amiibo to work on in general would have to be Pikachu because Pikachu has so many different outfits. Yeah. It is like Barbie. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> you can dress up Pikachu in just about anything and now he's a detective. So, you know, it just goes to show that Pikachu is so universal and everyone knows Pikachu. You know? It's such a big huge icon and I love Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, I remember you've made so many different very various different ones. Um which is a pretty amusing of like how many faces, you know, how many, how many outfits can Pikachu actually wear that <laughs> wouldn't make sense. But the, every one of them is actually, you know, you look at it and thought that actually works. Oh yeah. Now, now Ryan Reynolds is going to be detective Pikachu. There so. we go. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to end up turning out, but, uh, we'll see how that, you know, I think they're filming, uh, was it this year? I think they were, and it was going to come out next year. I really am excited for Detective Pikachu. I love Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. I love uh, Detective Conan. So I'm really excited for Detective Pikachu. I truly believe that not all Pikachus can talk like that, obviously. I think it's more like someone got trapped in a Pokemon body. But, I mean, we'll see. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm kind of curious to see, are they going to make it the same you know, uh, same storyline as the game, or is there, are they going to make it different enough so then it it just more interesting? I don't know. That'll be interesting, but you know, we won't probably won't see anything, and probably not until I would think like this time next year we would see a trailer, just like how Wreck-It Ralph two. You know, that trailer just popped out today. It did. It did. Are you a big movie person? I am. I love movies. And Wreck-It Ralph, you know, it was entertaining at the beginning, but I definitely had a better opinion of it at the end with the bunny. (laughs) (laughs) The bunny was so cute. And that's when I was just like, you know what? I was iffy. I was on the fence, but the humor is there and I love humor. Yeah. So that sold it to me. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, it's only a teaser. So they're not going to show you a whole lot, but you can tell that the the jokes and the comedy from the first one is coming into the second one, which is great. So they're it'll be interesting to see what else they're going to do. Now, I know there were people who attended the D23 Expo last year, got to see more of it. And they were, there was mention about how there was going to be a bunch of cameos from Disney princesses, and there was going to be Star Wars cameos in it, too. Wow. So now I'm kind of wondering if that's great, because they're, okay, I get it, they're owned by Disney, so they can do that, and it's over through the internet. What I'm, what I'm really interested in is, are we going to see any more video game characters in it? You know, so I remember the first movie, they had a, a lot of them. That was a great part. I mean, you saw Pac-Man, you saw Street Fighter characters in there. Uh, Bowser was a surprise. Sonic the Hedgehog was in there. He didn't really say much, didn't do much, but, you know, he was in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious to figure out, because there was rumors spreading around like, oh, you know, possibly Mario would be in it. Now that now that uh, Nintendo has lifted the chains a little bit, you know, to 
have you know more you know Mario Link and whatnot. They're you know have them and be like more things like you know cereal and whatnot. We may see we we could potentially maybe see them in you know in the upcoming Wreck-It Ralph two. I hope so. I really, truly do. And you know what? I am very proud of Nintendo and how far they've come. You know, going back to, like, the tournament days, they really didn't support fighting games or the fighting game community. It was, like, this thing that seemed like more of, like, a pain in their back rather than something that they wanted to showcase. And now, now they have a lot of esports comings you know they have like Mm -hmm. versus twitter account they support a lot of tournaments you know like the big five and and a lot of the other tournaments that come throughout the year i mean i wish they did it sooner obviously you know as a kid that would have been so cool but no i am just really proud of nintendo loosening those reins and allowing for other companies to you know partake uh, because everyone loves nintendo right and you know if anything i have to definitely contribute you know my my career is based on people helping me mm-hmm. you know i again wouldn't be here if it weren't for you and a lot of people who supported my work so i truly believe in order to succeed you need to loosen those reins you need to allow people in your life Mm -hmm. that are positive that are willing to help you and and you know not only help you but you know you can bring people along with you you know so i am proud of nintendo Finally, thank you. I can't wait <laughs> now, to see that old now, now that I'm a brand ambassador, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I know, brand ambassador, thank you. I, I can't wait. I can't wait till they have their own esports team. I'm waiting for the day that they announce that they have a Nintendo esports team. And, you know, people are going to watch it, too. And, yeah. you know, there's no doubt about it that they're going to... It would be really really strange if they do not put the switch you know bring out smash brothers for the you know to the actual switch it would be mind-blowing if they didn't i mean everybody would be scratching their heads i mean there's probably some things they have to figure out get things taken care of and they can't just put all their products you know on like in the first year I mean, they got. They're learning a lot of things that they, that they did with the Wii U. I think the Wii U, like, there was good things about the Wii U, but there was things that they. And I think without it, we wouldn't have the Switch and everything about it, and what Nintendo's doing now because of it. They've picked up a lot of different things. They've marketed a lot better. That was the biggest thing was the marketing. I mean, it was. It definitely was. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're just so different from back then because during the Wii U, they didn't have the best sales out of all the, the consoles out there. You know, dare I say they were going downhill, you know? Yeah. And I always tell people when you're at your lowest, that's when you work your hardest to try to get out of that rut. Right. And I believe that Nintendo sat down and realized okay what are we as Nintendo you know what kind of company do we want to be going for mm-hmm. you know and again when you're at your lowest that's when you come up with the most ideas that's when you're really concentrating on the most important aspects and what needs to be done in order for you to reach your goals mm-hmm. so yeah I totally agree with you that Nintendo 
needed to be there, which is weird. I think they needed to reach that low point mm-hmm. in order to realize what they wanted out of a, out of their company and what they wanted to be. And now look at them. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> and they've taken an approach where, I mean, if you think about like how many, aside from a new Mario game, a new Zelda game, um, that's already you know just just the games that came out, and. We've got, you know, Mario and Rabbids. It's a third party slash, you know, first party, you know, combination. And then you've got mostly ports. You've got indie games. But how look how successful it's become. Mm-hmm. That's the insane part. Like, you're getting games that are ported like over a year ago. It was created. And they're already selling either the same or more. I mean, that's insane. I mean, again, I love Nintendo for being able to open their doors and allow growth. You know, that's what comes when you open your arms to other individuals and other people's ideas is that you allow growth. Mm -hmm. And that's really important for a company. Really, really important for a company. And yeah, they just killed it this year. (laughs) Yeah, I just I just hope they keep going for the next few few years. I mean, I I know a lot of people think like, well, we're, you know, at this point, I don't even want to think about, you know, their next console. I don't think it's even, shouldn't even be mentioned for a few years. I mean, what they've got going on now, just keep going, you know, keep updating it, keep adding new things to it, add more games to it, have some more fun with it. I mean, I mean, you know, for peak's sake, we got cardboard coming out to play with it on the, on the Switch in April. So, I mean, and people are already talking about it, and, and it's cardboard. It is. It is. But you know what? I love it. I, like, people are, like, not liking it too much. There's some haters out there, but I'm just like, you know, wait. I know the price point is something where it's like, wait, we're paying for cardboard, though. Not necessarily. You're paying for the program as well, mm-hmm. right? And um, I believe that they're going to come out with more projects. If I were a kid, if I were like seven or nine or ten years old, I would have loved to play with Nintendo Labo. I played with Legos when I was a kid. I got Legos every Christmas. Mm -hmm. And if I had Nintendo Labo, that's like Legos, but on a next level. Yeah. You know, can you imagine the the inspiration and the creation that little kids can come up with? Oh, yeah. Just with cardboard, right? That's the thing. Like, it's people don't realize, like, it's just cardboard. Right. Look what you can do with cardboard. Right. And the software that they have to make it happen is, you know, is what makes it interesting. I mean, how, you know, how can you take a, a, a cardboard and make it fun? They're, they're figuring it out. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> you know, I have not met anyone else who can create anything out of cardboard and Nintendo did it. And I mean, this I think for your haters out there, y'all got chill. <laughs> out try it yourself <laughs> have you able to actually test it out by out of curiosity no. so they only did it for people who were in that area because they only did it for new york yeah and, um yeah they only contacted ambassadors on that side <laughs> of the coast um so they might do one at the quarter headquarters here on the west coast yeah that was like a, definitely an east coast thing so, I don't know, they might do like a tour or something. Yeah. See, well, I know I'm that, always waiting for like a Nintendo ambassador convention meetup. That would be cool. That would be interesting. 
I'm sure because there's a lot. Yeah, there's a. How many? You probably don't even know a number, but how many do you think there is for the Nintendo brand ambassadors? Oh, I no, I do not have a number for you, but I can definitely list several. So, Over 20, right? Yeah, well, let's see. So I have a Nintendo Power Couple, which yep. are the sweetest couple I've ever met. <laughs> to be honest, they're so sweet and so nice and so kind. You have CND. Yep. Uh, you have Abdallah Nation. You also have Rogers Base, yep. which has been such a close friend of mine. And he's helped me these two years uh, through Custom Amiibos and have supported my work. And he is an amazing human being. Uh, there's just so many. <laughs> no, I, there's too many that I, I can't put on my finger. We can, we can safely say for 100% it's more than five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can at least say that. It's out there. <laughs> yeah. We can at least say that. Um, so I talked to a few of the... Not, I mean, not in a phone conversation or anything, but through messages, through a few of the voice actors, through who did the, um, the champions, through the Breath of the Wild. And I know that um, Joe, who did... Uh, Daruk, he, because uh, one of the questions I asked him was, you know, what was the, you know, you know, like, um, there's always like artists out there who would want to create something and they would send it over to, you know, voice actors. So he's gotten some, some cool, you know, artwork. And I asked him, you know, what was the best one or the most recognized you've, that came out for you? And he mentioned about the, um, the Amiibo for him before Nintendo even announced anything. And then he, he, you know, he mentioned about yours and, and then I kind of chuckled. I said, you mean, it is it, I sent them an image of the box art. And I said, you mean this one? He says, yeah, that's the one. I said, he said, did you do that? I said, yeah. <laughs> he says, that was a way ahead of his time. And I kind of chuckled and I, I think I may have blushed a little bit, but, um, but that was cool that he, uh, he mentioned, especially that he mentioned, uh, he remembered your uh, Amiibo, you know, quite well. Which yeah, that was crazy that, uh, what was it? I did all of them, and then when I went to E3, they came out with them, and they were gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Like, yeah. People always say, like, oh, do you, like, hate it when, like, they come out with Amiibo? Like, no, that's Nintendo's characters. <laughs> I mean, they were going to do it no matter, yeah, I mean, we nobody knows. Yeah. And it's fun to kind of figure out what would they look like if they were to be made. I mean, that's the whole point of it. Exactly. It, it, it kind of fills that imagination void. Mm. We're just like, man, I wonder what Amiibo they, would they come up with next, you know? And then I can provide that visual, you know? And you can complete that with the box art. And, mm -hmm. you know, we get we just get the most awesome reactions when it comes to people and how surprised they are. And, and you know what? It was just really nice to see Nintendo's interpretation of what it was going to look like as an Amiibo because they were gorgeous when I saw them in the case. Yeah, I remember that. Gorgeous. Yeah, they were... Especially next to, like, Samus and, like, the Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Those were... Yeah, when they had that in that glass display last year, that was really fun to look at. Mm -hmm. I can't remember how many... I, I, 
probably took a crap load of photos when I went around there. The whole, the whole like last year's E3 when it was just Super Mario Odyssey theme was just awesome. It was the the most decorative, most detailed. Like if you weren't a fan of Nintendo, you had to go look at their setup. It was like walking into Disneyland. It, it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's like the best way I can describe it is when you're walking through those gates of Disneyland. Just imagine it, Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And it was absolutely amazing. I forgot I was at E3 because the walls were so high and it was so decorative mm-hmm. and it looked like you're in that world. And you can get lost in it, and it was just amazing. Best display. It was. <laughs> the did, now, did you stay? Now, did you get to play Super Mario Odyssey when it was there? I did. I did. And the lines are so long. Yeah. <laughs> because everyone wanted to play, which I completely understand. Yeah. Uh, but we definitely had to wait for a little bit to get our hands on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. We got hats for it. Oh yeah. I remember. Like the pin as well. Yep. The vi- they had the the, the cappy as a visor, and they had the pin. Mm-hmm. And then if you got there early enough. You had to go through each different station, and then you got a T-shirt or something else. And I thought, yeah, I didn't know about this. And then by the time you actually figured out this happened, it was already gone. They had other things, too. Like, you could get the Splatoon 2 pins, but you had to win so many matches. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm not really good at these games. I'll play for fun. There's no way I'm going to win to get these pins. And you had to wait for a while, too. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to try. But this looks really good. People who had the cappy pin that I wanted so badly, but it was only people that worked for Nintendo that Uh, were wearing it, and I was like, I want it. Yeah, I know, right? When they did the... I'm kind of curious to see what they're going to do this year at E3, and I'm hoping they kind of picked up what they should do this year. You know, well, I should go back. So... Last year was the first time it was open to the public to get to it. Before, it was just the media that could get in. Mm-hmm. So last year, there were a lot of people who were there. And they never they didn't split it up between media got in first, then, you know, three hours later, the media, um, the gamers, uh, the, the public will get in, which is what they're doing this year. Uh, so everybody came at the same time, which I think that caused, because when I was with the Media Pass last year with um, Nintendo Wire, the I didn't like how you know we had to share the same time. Well, it got chaotic. I mean, I think that, and I think it showed a lot of issues for a lot of the uh, stations. Like, for example, Nintendo had there was just so many people there trying to play Super Mario Odyssey that the lines were just ridiculous. Like, you couldn't figure out where you were standing at, and but after that. After that day, they changed it. They reorganized the lineup, and they actually set it up so then it wasn't so flooded in there. So then you could actually, you could actually walk in there, walk around, yeah. take a look, and it was a lot easier compared to that, you know, the first day. So I'm hoping. You know what? But it wasn't just Nintendo. Like even PlayStation came out with this app that you had to sign up for, and that was chaotic because the app would go down. And why am I surprised? <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> Sometimes it's just easier just to do it very basic. Just say, okay, 20 people can come in. 
the rest of you are going to stay outside of this area. And then when 20 people go or 10 people or five people bring on the next set. And that's what Nintendo did. They, they, they cut it around. So, well, they organized in a certain way, really easy. You didn't have to do an app or anything, which that kind of cracks me up. I mean, to do an app just kind of it just makes me laugh because the internet and if anybody who's going to go to E3 this year the internet is terrible at E3 yeah. I would I hope they actually update it but they're not going to People paid for that too <laughs> yeah and it's terrible so you know my advice is make sure you have a data plan set in stone I had to purchase extra that month I wasn't too thrilled about it but what can you do I mean, unless you go to a lounge or somewhere that's got a dedicated Wi-Fi station, you're, you're SOL. Yeah. yeah. So. Very true. I can't wait, though. I mean, it's very exciting. Very exciting this year. Cannot wait. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really curious to see what they're gonna say, what they're gonna talk about, what they're gonna say. I mean, they've been really quiet. I mean, they always do that. The, you know, obviously the, the Smash Brothers would be great to have. The uh, Super Mario Maker on the Switch would be awesome as well. So I mean, yeah, we're getting the ports again. But are we gonna see a new? Are we gonna see some Pokemon footage for the Switch? That would be interesting if we find that out. Nintendo, if you're listening, Pokemon Snap, please. <laughs> that too. I'm not. I won't complain about that either. Please, I just want that. <laughs> It'd be interesting if they create a new one. Maybe the whole new. Maybe maybe instead of a brand new, it's you know, it's an RP Switch. It's a brand new RPG, like they said they would for the for the Switch for Pokemon. Maybe it's an RPG Switch, <laughs> Pokemon RPG of Pokemon Snap. <laughs> I'm not sure how many people. I'm not sure how many people would be happy about that or, but uh. We'll find out hopefully later this year. Mm, I hope so. I hope so. It sounds exciting. I can't. I really can't wait. Yeah. Counting the days. <laughs> Did you get? It? And you don't have to worry about flights or anything. You can just drive up there. Oh yes, yes, I can. Because how? How? I have friends in Cali, so I can just stay with them, which is nice. So. That, that is true. So I've I've got a cousin Les just outside of L.A., but. I've already got everything booked. I mean, I'm, it's going to be more than just me coming. But I've got, um, what was it? Oh, so how long is the trip to drive from L.A. to, L, you know, I'm sorry, from Vegas to the L.A. convention? How long did it take Four you to get hours. there? Four-hour drive. Okay. Four hour. And you're not driving back and forth every day, like you said. You're staying at a friend's. Yeah, we're staying at friends. But you know what? I, we've done, you know, being from Vegas. If you're ever from Vegas, you know you do this. If you're ever from Cali, you also do this. One day trips. So, <laughs> I, me and my friends have gone from Vegas all the way to one of the beaches in California and back in one day. I can, I can see that happening, but can you do it three days in a row? Oh, I would never do it three days in a row. Yeah. <laughs> No, but it was so funny because last year when we did stay with a friend, Jason, by the way, is allergic to cats. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'll bring a hairless cat. Maybe that'll be okay. Uh, it was so funny because we didn't realize that our friend had a cat. And oh. my sisters and I were sleeping in their room with him. So I have two sisters. I'm the middle child. So, you know, middle children out there, the struggle's real. Uh, we were so scared he was going to die in the middle of the night because you can hear him. 
congested. Oh no. You know? And we just felt so bad. So then the second day, uh, we had to stay with another friend. Um, and they're just really, our friends are amazing enough to host us, which is really nice. Yeah. And they didn't mind. And yeah, and he survived. <laughs> I'm glad he survived. I mean, did, did I say it sounds like you guys never knew that they had a cat? We did not. Actually, no, you know what? My sister probably did, but neglected to say. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you give your sister an earful? <laughs> no, it's because, you know, she didn't know. And um, we, we just really, we were just like, excited to be at E3. It was really the first time that we've all been together. Mm -hmm. My sister is kind of basically an uh, ambassador for Bandai. Yes. And she went under an, uh, Bandai for last year. And we were just really excited to be together because she moved away to Colorado with her husband because her husband is in the military. He's Air Force mm -hmm. and he got stationed in Colorado. So it's been really on, on rare occasions. Are we ever together? My sisters and I. And yeah. it was really special to have those memories that entire weekend. It's like a family. It's like a family reunion. It really was, and it was our first time at being E3 as well. So our emotions were so high. We were so excited. We were happy to be there, but with all of us yeah, is, is a rare feat, and I enjoyed every minute with it, with them and with Jason and with all of our friends. It was the most incredible weekend and life-changing event in my entire life and it definitely helped my career because i met so many people there yeah so, now, yeah e3 guys go to e3 <laughs> yeah. i i because I, I was talking to your sister and asked her if she was going to be going to e3 and it sounds like she doesn't have a ticket to go there yet uh, no, she definitely has one. Okay. She, okay, I'm glad she's got one. <laughs> she definitely has one. She, her and Bandai are like best buddies. They're like BFF. I thought that, yeah, when I, when I did a Q&A with her, um, which you can, which anybody who's listening can view this on, online right now, um, and Bandai seemed to like it. They retweeted it and liked it and whatnot on different social media like Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, which was great. Was great for me, I guess, but but to show that they are following your sister, no matter what she's doing, that's, I'm not sure if that's creepy or not, but that's the good thing. <laughs> no, it's definitely a good thing. She has built such a relationship with them, and she's the type of person where everyone just loves her. She has that personality that people gravitate to, Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised if she got a job at Bandai Wink Wink. Yeah, I think she was, I, and I believe she was just at Bandai headquarters just a yeah. few days ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which so I was pretty. We are both in the gaming industry. Yes, you are. Different companies. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask her if she was ever if she was ever going to get Nino Kuni two to try out because I hope she does. I've been wanting to, I I want to play that game so bad. I played the first one. I loved it. I I I love Studio Jubilee. I know they're not really involved with the second game, but it still has that art style to it. And yeah, I I hope your sister gets to get a, get a hold of that and play it. 
I would like to get my hand. I would love to get my hands on it early just to play it too, but I don't think I'm going to get that opportunity to just yet. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely it's it's hard to to reach out to these companies sometimes, but oh yeah, again, throughout these couple of years, it goes to show that they are opening up, and I believe it's because of YouTube and a lot of the engagement that people have with YouTubers versus like networks. Mm-hmm. You know, people love love YouTubers. They have dedicated, dedicated fan bases where if they release anything, they're going to gravitate towards it. And they're gonna love it. I've noticed yeah, I, support. Yeah, when when uh, Dragon Ball Fighters came out, that's with a Z at the end of Fighters. <laughs> when that game came out, they they were sending out care packages which came with a, you know, a controller of the game and a lot of yeah. figures and everything. I know your sister got one. A few other people that I follow that talk about the series have been getting them too. So they they take they take good care of their, you know, their big fan base that uh, that do. talks about they their product. They that too though. You know with the Switch, a lot of people got it for early before the release. Which one was that? Uh, no, the Nintendo Switch. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of people got it early. I know um, Justin Wong got it early. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? A lot of people got it early. They unbox- They did unboxing videos. Yeah. Awesome. So a lot of companies, I'm telling you, they, they realize that the fan base when it comes to people online mm-hmm. is, is something that you definitely want to invest in because everything's changing where it's going to be online, you know? And can you imagine the, the biggest viewed event was a YouTuber boxing another YouTuber? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is crazy. It beat most sports views. Wow. You know, like that's insane to, to imagine that these two guys on YouTube were boxing yeah, and they got a ton of views. <laughs> oh man. And that's the funny, like what I would, what, what I'm just seeing around, I mean, obviously social media is a huge impact, Twitter, YouTube, I mean, even Twitch, uh, they're, yeah, it, it's it's showing that a lot of these companies are paying more attention and they're being more open, which is great. Um, at the same time, I mean, I don't know how many people follow sports, but there's a there's been more and more athletics, or you know, athletes. I'm sorry, more athletes um, coming out and saying, "Hey, you know, I like Dragon Ball Z. Hey, I like Naruto. Hey, I like." Pokemon, hey, I like this, I like that, and it's oh yeah, and it's great to see that because it shows that you know I'm just not a guy who just likes sports only. I actually like games too. It just yeah. wasn't John Cena on like a commercial, yeah, with Switch. Like it's just incredible. Well, because if you think about it, like everyone's a gamer. You know, mm-hmm. back then, it wasn't something that was treasured. If you were a gamer, if you liked anime, if you like manga, if you like you know I don't know D and D, if you like certain things it wasn't something that you were praised on you know growing up for me and my generation but to see it happen now you know 
I wish I had it when I was a kid, but to see it now is just amazing. And I'm so happy for the people who have opportunities now Mm -hmm. that can go into video games and start their own podcasts and go on YouTube. I mean, here in Vegas alone, we're having two esports arenas. Can you imagine? Yeah, that's insane. It's it's all. I mean, it, I mean, network's still important, but having a fan base too and just growing it is also it's been showing results. And you know, like you know, not on TV or networks or whatever, but you know, the TV. I don't think we're gonna have it. in no, the way twenty years. Well, you could thank Netflix for that one. I mean, just yeah. the way things are kind of going. You know, everybody who wants to watch a specific show is going to be on one of these subscriptions, and that's what it's going to go to. I can't even I can't even remember the last time I sat down in front of a TV and watched the news. Well, that's the thing. I don't really sit down to watch the news. I'll either just read it online, or right. If anything, I really like at this point anything that's live TV that I'll watch is either a sporting event or. It's an election, which we, yeah, that was the really the only times that I actually sat down and watched something live. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, you know, it, the news in general for your area, is it really live? Because they have to fluff it up. They have to mm-hmm. turn on all the cameras. They have to get the whole studio going. When in fact, if you go on Twitter, it's instant. You get live updates without fluff. The information's there. You do what you with you know you do what you you see and and that's it and that's pretty much you know like it's instant so I, I i don't ever watch tv <laughs> no and then i feel like you can also you can reach out to people a lot easier like you can actually talk to a lot of famous people quicker and easier through twitter for example or instagram and even, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of others. I mean, there's always a new social media coming out every year. What was the one that just came out, Vero? Yeah, and I've heard crazy things, so just chill. Don't make one yet. <laughs> I already created one, so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've heard um, certain things. But when it comes to social media, you know, like, it's, I owe it to my career and I and I owe it so much to where it's taken me in my life I mean if I had to choose a specific social media Twitter right now has helped me the most I started on Instagram and it blew up for me on Instagram but Twitter definitely upped my game I remember the day that I got verified on Twitter and for someone to think that I was important enough to get a blue check thank you I mean (laughs) seriously thank you like I can bother people I try not to but (laughs) yeah but with the blue check it's like they'll get a notification if I do like their tweet or you know whatever I mean uh, it's changed my life and to say that a social media app such as Twitter changed my life is is something incredible to say and it's it's just yeah I I owe a lot of things so whoever gave me verification thank you (laughs) well I can I can certainly be on the same page about uh you know, if I had to choose any one of them, Twitter would be the one for me. I've, I think I spend more time on Twitter and just when it comes to like finding updates, talking to people, it, mm-hmm. that seemed to be the go-to for me. And everything else is like, nah, I don't really care. 
but <laughs> I have to pay attention to the other ones too. So, you know, every single one has its own unique way you have to use it and figure out what that is, is the, f- I'm being sort of look, a little sarcastic, the fun part. Um, but I, <laughs> this kind of cracks me up though, because, um, I remember when two, uh, two, three years ago, when Amiibo was the newest thing, the craze was going wild, and I remember Josh Brown and the gang were doing the uh, Toys for Games, and he posted up a giveaway for the Gold Mario, and I went in there, retweeted it, and ever since then, when I won that... It's been just more and more involved with the community, and look where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I could thank the uh, the Gold Mario and Josh for submitting that sucker up. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't think I would be here talking to you right now. I mean, there's yeah, there's a ton of people that I know. We have lists full of people that we definitely can thank mm-hmm. for for motivating us and making sure that we're on the right track and helping us and even just the small gestures, you know, they make such a world of a difference to someone. So, I mean, yeah, it's just incredible to have met the people that we have and the support that they've given us. I wouldn't trade it for the world. (laughs) Heck no. So I didn't get, I didn't um, ask about this. Uh, this was going back about the interviews you did. The Game Informer, the that was from the latest issue. Oh. I skimmed through it. How did that come up? Oh. I just want to thank Brian Shea. Shout out to Brian Shea from uh, Game Informer. I had met him at the GameStop convention, and... We knew each other online, but at the GameStop convention, I had snuck up on him, and I was just like, can you sign this poster? And he started to sign it, and he was like, wait, aren't you going to Chris? And I was like, yeah. And so he came around and hugged me, and then we started talking, and he is just so nice. And I don't think he realizes how incredible it was for me to be featured on Game Informer because... Like, it's it's a magazine that I grew up with as a child, and my neighbors would read, and we'd look through the pages, and I remember specifically that at the back, they had art that they featured from, from various kids that would send it in, and uh, oh, they yeah. would say, oh, this is Joey from, I don't know, New York, and whatever, you know, and, and I remember thinking as a kid, I was just like, one day, I'm going to send something in, one day, and I never did. And then now to be featured in Came Informer, a magazine that I grew up with, is incredible. It is so funny because I told my friends, oh, you know, like, I'm going to feature it in a magazine. I don't know if you know this, but Game Informer. And they knew what it was. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, I had that magazine when I was growing up. And I was like, yeah, right? And I was like, it's incredible. <laughs> so, yeah, Brian had hit me up. He was like, hey, I want to do a two-spread on, on Game Informer. I'm going to interview you, and then um, we're going to have you in the issue. And he sent me many copies and I'm going to sign them and give them away and I'm going to frame one for sure so you should, um, it's going right next to my letter <laughs> there, there there, you go Yeah. just make a collage on the wall I mean that yeah. 
Now, Eventually. <laughs> you could do two is, and I've done this with a newspaper, um, and I'll explain more about that in a, in a, in a minute. Um, you can contact Game Informer and ask them to give you a digital copy that you can get printed. That way it's a lot easier to put it on, you know, mat it and frame it. Ah, that would be way smarter than, can you imagine me tearing up the magazine and be like, how That's do I do this? Right, or, or you have to do is you got to set the magazine spread, you got to spread it, and then you got to lay a bunch of books on it or something heavy on it without tearing it for just days to flatten it out. Which that's a big pain in the butt, and just and it, we don't even you know it's not even one hundred percent sure if it's going to work. So I would try maybe ask someone. You know, you got it sounds like you got a lot more more than just one friend at Game Informer to <laughs> get. A, maybe you can get a digital copy. Of, you know, make sure it's uh, high res enough too to get it so it doesn't look so pixelated when you print it. And that's one of the things I like to try to do with the box art is make sure they're not too low res. And it's sometimes it's hard to find that. Oh, definitely. Yes. I And you've definitely told me before where it's like, I don't know if there's an image that I can use because the high res isn't there. But man, when you do, it is gorgeous when it prints out. Uh, yeah. I'm like every time it prints out, I my jaw is to the floor. It looks <laughs> so pretty. So pretty. And the colors are vibrant and they pop out. And, and it's it just fits with the Amiibo. It's it's amazing. <laughs> it, 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 so it, it, hopefully, it, hopefully I can ask for a digital... Uh, you know, rendition of it. I, I can probably hit them up and say, "Hey, can I can I download it real quick?" Because I would love to print it out. So right. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't see why you couldn't get it. I mean, they keep that stuff digitalized, and then they go send it out to print. So they should have it. I would, don't be afraid to ask. And because I found this out, the reason why I kind of this kind of you know dawned on me was because. Uh, um, years ago, uh, we had a flood in the basement at our house in here in Michigan, and we lost a lot of, I lost a lot of personal stuff, a lot of my old collections and whatnot. And one of the things that was lost was this, uh, newspaper article. Uh, it was written in our newspaper, uh, it was written from a local newspaper and it was based on a proposal that I did with, I did for, you know, between Shiro and I in Toronto, uh, during a Final Fantasy concert. And I was able to contact the, the newspaper, uh, company and they were, and I told them the situation, I said, Hey, I lost this art. I lost this newspaper in the flood. This was a proposal that was written. It was really, you know, it was, it was really special to me. It was really big. You know, can you send me a copy of the paper? Says we can get you a digital copy. I said, that'd be great. So I got it, you know, it printed it out. We framed it back up. So, so, okay, yeah. I'm definitely gonna do that. Definitely gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, that was a fun ex that was a fun experience, but you know, definitely look into that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm trying to think. Um, you did Game Informer, you did Nintendo Minute, and that thing's been plastered everywhere too. So. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Where, where, where else can you get interviewed at? Maybe during uh, the maybe during the Nintendo Direct is probably the next biggest thing, right? Which one? You being interviewed. Oh. Would be like maybe the next. I'm trying to think. Uh, 
what would be a good, like the next end place you would be interviewed at? You've already got Game Informer. You've got Nintendo Minute. If anything, I've been meaning to, because I've been meaning to for a couple of months, I keep on telling them that I'm going to go to California eventually, which is true, because I'm, I'm usually there all the time, but I, have, I haven't I have planned a trip out there. But um, IGN definitely told me to stop by the office, and I haven't done that yet. Oh. <laughs> so, um, Andrew, I definitely need to see him. Uh, there's just a lot of people from IGN that did reach out that wanted to... To meet me and, and stuff like that and I just haven't had the, the time and it's gonna happen eventually I am going to vlog that trip like crazy IGN for them to even notice me is again a dream come true it's a company that I would have never imagined being in such a close relation with yeah and they are just incredible absolutely incredible love that company that's um, awesome but yeah that's a trip that I'm looking forward to for sure <laughs> so there is more interviews coming down the road yep so right soon <laughs> soon as you got a break in between things <laughs> it's nice it's nice to do these these podcasts and interviews and because the more that I can talk about my experiences I see it as an opportunity to hopefully help and inspire someone else who's mm. looking for that motivation to get up and do what they want to do in life and I truly believe you have one life to live and you know do all that you can to to be happy you know yeah huh Hey, as long as you do, you love what you do, you know, why stop? Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. Oh, wow. Well, Christine, I appreciate you spending your personal time on, you know, talking with, uh, talking with me on this, uh, very first episode of, on our podcast with Cat with Monaco. Every minute, every minute. Anytime <laughs> you ever need anything, Seth, hey, you know, you have my number. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I will put that on speed dial. <laughs> oh, man. So you can find Cat with Monaco on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Twitch, at Cat with Monaco. Not hard to memorize, but easy to find. So where can everyone find you, Chris? Well, aren't you? I'm sorry, what? You're having a giveaway, too, as well. There's a current giveaway right now with Nintendo Wirewoods. That's wrapping up, and then my next one's going to be with you. Yes, yes. So follow, follow, subscribe, all those things. Indeed. So where can everyone find you at if they have not been following you yet? I am on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, mostly use Twitter, so it's going to be twitter.com slash Chris. I post YouTube tutorials and custom viewer tutorials on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash um, Chris. And Instagram is Chris. so I'll just, yeah, just, yeah, Gundachris. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't that it, doesn't it kind of... Uh... When you can't get the actual name that you want to spread it out on every social media channel, doesn't that kind of grind your teeth a little bit? No. Well, it was funny because I did a giveaway one time, and I guess I tagged like a person who actually owned Gunda Chris on Instagram who got that name first. Uh-huh. And it was funny because then she started messaging me. She's like, Hey, I don't know why people are following me, but I think it's because of your contact or your contest that's going on. And I think you tagged my account instead of yours. And I was like, I am so sorry. <laughs> 
I don't mind the followers, but thanks. Yeah, it's funny. So, like, Twitter and Instagram, I couldn't get Gundacris. I had to get Miss Gundacris. Mm. And um, luckily for YouTube, I got Gundacris. Because I've had a YouTube channel for, like, the longest time. Mm. But I, like, recently just dived in. <laughs> Well, it sounds like everybody can follow you at Instagram at Miss Gunda Chris. Yeah. <laughs> not Gunda Chris. Don't bother her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try not to. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Christine. Well, everyone, we'll talk to you soon. And we've got some more guests lined up soon. So stick around. Uh, subscribe. Follow us. You know, visit us at catwithmonaco.com. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>